You are listening to the Shiny Music Academy Singers Podcast with Sarah Dennis. Hi everybody, um, welcome to the Shiny Music Academy Singers Podcast. Sarah Dennis here. This is episode two and it's all about how to use your mic um, and control your mic, which obviously is a very important piece of kit. Now recently, I've seen a lot of singers holding the mic incorrectly. The mic has got two distinct parts. It's got the handle and the head. And obviously the head is the bit that you sing into and the handle, there's a bit of a clue in the name, is the bit that you should hold. But a lot of singers get hold of the head of the mic and in a way, um, just to give you a comparison, it's like you trying to talk to me with your hand held up over your mouth. It's going to sound muffled. So if you try and sing into your mic, but you're actually holding on to the head of the mic, you're going to really impede the quality and the clarity of the sound that is going to come out of the system because you're impeding the message that you're sending to that mic. So hold the mic with the handle and leave the head well alone. Now, um, lots of people, uh, you know, pop, famous pop stars hold the mics incorrectly. I mean, person that comes to mind straight away is Robbie Williams, he thinks it's trendy to hold the mic with the head, but I bet his professional sound guys go nuts with him because it's going to be impeding his sound and it's going to make their job a lot more difficult. And if you're controlling your own sound, you don't want anything to be impeding it because you won't have anybody at the back of you sorting out your sound because you're doing something incorrectly. You might as well do it correctly and learn how to do it properly in the first place. So hold the mic with the handle and let the head of the mic do its job. Um... Also, don't swallow the mic. I've seen some singers have the mic head so near the mouth. They might, I feel like they're going to swallow the actual head of the mic. You need to give the mic head room to breathe. So you need it one to two inches away from your mouth. You don't need your lips really touching it. Um, it's, it needs a little bit of space to breathe for, for it to actually receive the message and for it to pass it on through the system and get a clear signal. Um, now, the other thing is your mic stand. Now, depending on whether you're a um, just a straight singer or whether you're an instrumentalist will depend on what sort of mic stand you need to buy. My opinion is that if you're a singer, you just need a straight up and down mic stand. Don't be messing around with a boom arm because sometimes it's like having a fight with a giraffe on stage with some of these boom arm mics. But obviously, if you are an instrumentalist, you're a guitarist or a keyboard player, you're going to need a boom arm because your instrument is in between um, you and the mic stand. So you're going to need that boom arm. So obviously, if you're a guitarist or if you're a pianist or keyboard player, get a mic stand with a boom arm. If you're a straight singer, just get a straight up and down, really easy um, mic stand. Now also, depending on what sort of mic you've got, whether you've got a lead mic or a radio mic, now, the actual handle on a radio mic is a lot thicker than the handle on a lead mic, nine times out of ten. So you will have a different adapter on the top of your mic stand in order to fit the right microphone in. So the adapter for a radio mic will be a lot fatter than the adapter for a lead mic. So make sure you get the right adapter to suit your mic, whether you've got a lead mic or you've got a radio mic trying to fit a radio mic into 
an adapter that is made for a lead mic is not advised um, and vice versa because obviously the the radio mic is going to be too fat for the adapter if it's made for a lead mic and if you try and put a lead mic into a radio mic adapter it's not going to it probably won't fall out but it won't look great the, the head of the mic will stop it falling out but it won't be good you need the right adapter on your mic stand um, now also you might have seen some singers when they're singing depending on what sort of note they're singing pulling the mic away from their mouth if they're going for a big you know chest belting note and drawing the mic closer to the mouth if they're on a really soft little head note or whispering sort of note and that is called mic control and that can be learned but it's also very highly dependent on how you've got your PA system set up uh, you might hear some people talk about headroom on a mic and if you've no headroom on a mic which is to do with the technical side of how your PA is set up it means that if you take your mic too far away from your mouth it's not going to pick it up. If you've got a lot of headroom, it means that you can take it away from your mouth, it's still going to pick it up and it totally depends on how your system is set up. So just uh, when you're setting up your PA system, which we cover in great detail in unit two of the Pathway to Your First Paid Gig program, um, you know, you will find out how to set up your PA system and set up your mic so that you're really, really happy with it. Um, but in the meantime, if you're using anybody else's PA and you don't know how they've got it set up, it's probably not advisable to be, you know, waving your mic around like half a metre away from your mouth because you don't know how they have got that set up. And in a lot of cases, it can totally cut the bass end out of your sound if you're moving your mic too far away from your mouth. Um, other things that we cover in the second unit on the programme is how to actually do a proper sound test and make sure you're happy with your sound and your PA, how to work with professional sound engineers and also um, um, something called PAT testing, PAT testing and why it's important and much, much more. So anyway, that's my little uh, episode for today. It's all about your mic. Please don't let me see any of you holding the head of the mic. It drives me crazy. Um, and you're just making the clarity of your sound really, really bad. Um, and if you're working with pro sound engineers, they're not going to like it anyway. Um, do use your mic stand for some songs and do hold your mic for other songs because it looks different. It gives you, it gives you a confident air when the audience is looking at you. So if you're doing a nice big ballad, you know, you can stick your mic in the mic stand and then you've got both hands to demonstrate the song. Whereas if you're doing like a, a dancey or a rocky number, you can grab hold of your mic and, you know, dance up and down the stage with it. You know, ring the changes, use your mic stand. It is also an important piece of kit. Okay, thanks for listening and um, I'll see you in episode three. You have been listening to Sarah Dennis. Why not head over to the Shiny Music Academy on Facebook and access the free lesson Am I good enough to be a professional singer?